Hey there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum, and I'll be your host as always. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know of a few things of note. First, you may or may not be aware that I host another podcast called The Third Seat. The Third Seat is unrelated to the podcast you are listening to right now, but if you'd like to check it out, then I will put a link in the description of today's episode that you can use to listen to it. If you like this podcast, then I really think you will like The Third Seat as well, so I highly recommend you check it out. Next, I want to let you know of a few ways you can support the podcast. First, be sure to tell a friend if you enjoy the show. Word of mouth is not only a great way to help support the show, but it's also zero cost. Secondly, if you enjoyed today's episode, then be sure to leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Leaving a positive review is one of the best ways of not only supporting the show, but it also gives me direct feedback from you regarding how you feel about the show overall. I greatly appreciate if you decide to take the time to support the show in any of these ways. Finally, if you'd like to follow me or the show on social media, then feel free to check out the description of today's episode. Here you will find all affiliated and mentioned links, as well as how you can support the show online. As always, I want to thank you for tuning into and supporting the show. It really means a lot to me, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed making it for you. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is Neil Trinum. Um, I will be your host as always. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this episode. This is a uh, today's episode is going to be a Q&A episode. Um, so a little bit of backstory on this. So recently, um, uh, it, well, okay, if you don't know, so this podcast is a currently a one man operation. <laughs> um, it is it is me. I do obviously the recording, the scheduling, um, all the, the back end things, all that stuff. Uh, I do it. And so, um, you know, it was, I recently reached, um, I put out my 10th episode and, uh, you know, it's, it's no huge milestone or anything. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's the 10th episode. And, uh, I, I felt like that was a special milestone just for, with me being someone that is, you know, new to this space. Um, I've never done this before. And this is something that, uh, is just a personal project of mine. Um, I was proud to say that I put out 10 episodes. Um, obviously there's more episodes that are coming. I've got some that are recorded that will be coming out soon. Uh, but just as a small little fun detour, uh, and you know, I guess you could say celebration of sorts. Um, I decided to do just a quick Q and a episode. Um, I was curious to see if, if there was any questions, uh, online or anything, anything like that. And so, uh, I threw up a quick poll on my Instagram story, uh, and basically just said, Hey, I'm doing a Q and a episode soon. So, uh, you know, feel free to ask me anything you like, um, and I will answer it on, uh, the next episode. And so, um, I threw that up. I got a few questions and I've got some good responses that I'm uh, excited to share with you all. Um, yeah. And we'll dive into that here in just a moment. But, um, before we start, uh, I have two quick, you know, uh, brief announcements, if you want to say, um, first off, uh, so if you want to be, I hope to do more Q and a episodes in the future. I want to do more episodes where, um, I'm able to interact with the listeners of the show, able to interact with the audience. I don't want it to just be me uh, talking and you all listening. I hope to do something where you all can, uh, take part in it, you know, send me questions or anything like that. Um, so if you would like to take part in any future Q and a episodes, or if you just have any questions in general, then definitely feel free to follow me and the podcast on Instagram. 
Um, those links will be in the description. That's where I will likely host uh, the next Q and A's uh, or, or, you know, uh, the, the next uh, time where you can send me questions for Q and A's. So that's what it'll be. It'll be on uh, my personal Instagram um, and the podcast Instagram. So if you want to stay up to date on that uh, and everything going on and feel free, the link for that will be in the description. Um, but uh, also, and then one other quick announcement. So I don't have any huge details as of yet, but, um, I'm going to be starting a new segment soon. So, uh, right now I have been trying to figure out how exactly I want to be able to put out weekly content. Um, and I didn't want it to just be one thing. And so right now, uh, as of this recording, I've been doing interviews and I've been doing conversations with just different intervent, different individuals, uh, that I've been wanting to talk to. And, that's one part of the show. Uh, the other part is a little segment that I call sincerely yours truly. And it's just me talking, uh, about whatever topics I wanted to talk about. Um, the most recent episode of sincerely yours truly, I believe was, uh, me talking about the crying CEO on LinkedIn. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, then feel free to check it out. I hope you enjoy it. And I enjoyed making that. Um, but those are the two kind of main segments right now. There will be a third segment, hopefully coming soon. So um, don't have any huge details for it right now, but be on the lookout for that. I'm excited to uh, start this new segment and to add it into kind of the, the roster of the show. Um, it'll be something new for me, but I really hope that you all enjoy it and uh, hopefully it'll be beneficial for everybody. So with all of that out of the way, um, let's go ahead and jump into these questions. So, like I said, if you would like to, um, if you'd like to submit any questions uh, in the future for Q and A episodes, feel free to DM me or DM the podcast, uh, or you can, if you want to email it to me, uh, it is radiofacepod at gmail.com. You can email your questions there, or you can DM me on Instagram. Those links will be down in the, in the description of today's episode. So feel free to uh, go check those out if you'd like to be featured on the next Q&A episode. Um, but with that out of the way, we got a few questions here that I'm looking forward to answering. So first question, um, it, it was actually asked, the same question was asked on Instagram uh, by an individual named Chandler. And uh, it was also asked by another individual on Reddit. Uh, both have the same question. And they asked a fairly, uh, a, a question that I think is pretty fair. They said, what is the podcast about? And I'm glad they asked that because it's, it's something that um, I, I'm proud of the way I've tried to arrange this podcast. Um, and, and I always like to see the reactions, although I can't see your all's reaction right now. Uh, I always like to see the reaction of people whenever I tell them kind of my philosophy behind the show. So let's say, for instance, you know... Um, I mean, I mean, you can find a podcast about anything nowadays, uh, whatever you're interested in, whether it's cooking, whether it's knitting, whether it's cars, whether it's real estate, whether it's the weather, um, whatever it is, there is almost certainly going to be a podcast about it. Um, you know, I, I've, <laughs> I've, I've told some of my friends before I said, I feel kind of silly because it seems like everyone and their mother nowadays has a podcast. Uh, but I'm going to, you know, be one of those people for the time being. So, um, you know, it, there's, there's a podcast for everything about out there, what, whatever your interest is, um, there is something for everybody out there. Now, the hard part is finding that at times. However, nevertheless, that's the case. So fair question is, what is this podcast going to be about? And 
it's not really about any one thing in particular. And I'll explain what I mean by that in just a second. But then the, and I feel kind of silly using this comparison, but this is the best comparison that I like to give. So, um, if you're, if you're my age, uh, I didn't grow up watching. So I was born in 2000, um, the year 2000. And, um, I didn't grow up watching the show Seinfeld. Um, and it, it was on, I would always see the reruns of it, but I didn't grow up watching it like live, obviously. And when I got older, I found out that it was, it was given the name of the show about nothing. Uh, or I'd heard people refer to Seinfeld as the show about nothing. And I was like, why is it, why is it called that? And, uh, the best answer I got to that. And if I'm wrong, then you know, feel free to correct me. But the best answer I got is it's not about any one thing in particular. It's not about, you know, uh, you think of like, you think of like a cooking show, like that show is about the experience of those chefs or the meal that they're making in real time. You think about a game show, that show is about the game itself and the, and the, and the people, uh, there in the show and the potential prize that they could win Seinfeld didn't really have any of those qualities. It was more about just examining these fictional characters lives. Um, it wasn't about any one thing. It was more about their experiences that they had and just put it now, obviously they were fictional characters, but it was putting those experiences up for the world to see just, just a show about that. Some days it would be happy episodes. Some days it would be sad episodes. Some days there'd be conflict. Some days there would not be conflict. It, it, it depended on the episode. Each episode was different. And so there was not necessarily one through line with the show, or rather if there is a through line, it was more just the lives of the individuals in the show. And so I kind of took some inspiration from that because before I created the podcast, I had this this kind of desire. I was like, I want to talk about these things because there's a lot of things that I'm really interested in, in a lot of people that I'd really like to talk to. And they're all different. Um, you know, it's not like I have interests, but my interests span different areas, uh, I guess is the best way to put it. And so it's kind of about nothing. I'll, you know, it, it's, it's not really about any one particular thing. Um, my hope was that, you know, I'll, I'll use this example. If I were to make a cooking podcast, um, and it was only about cooking and only about, um, you know, the techniques and the recipes and, and the foundations of cooking. Um, you know, there would be a lot, there, there could be, there's a large audience for cooking, especially on the internet. Um, and there's a potential that it could, it could, you know, uh, it could grow an audience a, a sizable audience and that's fine. But the reality is, at least in my opinion, with a, with a show like that, once you've gotten really specific with the point of the show is you're only going to really attract and keep audience members of the audience that are interested in cooking and not everybody's interested in cooking, you know, not everybody's interested in learning new recipes or learning different, uh, knife skills or, uh, quicker ways to, you know, cook food as opposed to ordering it out, thing, things like that. And that's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, when you split up the interest of people, only certain people are going to be interested in certain things. And so my mindset with this was I want to make a show that hopefully there is at least one episode for, for everybody out there. I'm not saying you're going to enjoy every episode. You may have, you know, there may be an episode where the guest I have 
you know, you don't really enjoy, you don't really want to hear from or care to hear from. And maybe it's not, you know, your cup of tea, but hopefully there's another episode where maybe it's just me, or maybe it's a different interview with somebody else where you really enjoyed that episode. Um, my hope is that I can offer a wide ranging show with wide ranging topics that no matter what your interests are, no matter where you come from, what your background is, you can approach the show and find at least one, hopefully more, uh, episodes that you enjoy and get some, uh, you know, get some joy out of and, and take something from it. That's my hope. Now, do I accomplish that every time? Probably not. I'm, I'm not an expert host and I'm not an expert, uh, interviewer. And I, I, you know, there's definitely more, uh, people out in the world to be talked to and more topics to be talked about. Um, but that's kind of my mindset with what, what the podcast is about and why I created it with the, the way I created it. That's why I created and gave the name of it radio face. Um, because one, I just thought it was kind of a funny play on words, but it, that title isn't really about any one thing. Um, you know, again, I'll use the example. If I were to make a cooking show, uh, and let's just say it was named, um, kitchen time with Daniel. I don't know. Um, you know, that's the name of the show. Well then based on that name, unless you decide to change it in the future, you've essentially made a show that can only be about cooking, you know, in, 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 in that show, you wouldn't be able to talk about, um, you know, the, the crying LinkedIn CEO, uh, you wouldn't be able to do that because that doesn't fit with the title of the show. It doesn't fit with the theme of the show. And that's not necessarily a good or a bad thing, but for me, I want to be able to talk about these things. I want to be able to talk about different topics that range multiple, you know, different ideas and different topics. And so that's why I chose the name because the name radio face really isn't about any one thing. It's just a funny little name that I thought was interesting and apparently no one else on, uh, that I could find had taken it. So, uh, I went with it and, and that's where we're at now. So, um, I hope that answers the question. I know it's a little bit of a non-answer cause it's not about any one thing. Um, but it's more just about exploring different, uh, different ideas, different topics, that range all different areas of life. Hopefully throughout the process of this, I can bring in interesting people that you all want to hear from. Um, but, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, that is my, my, my hope with it is that I can provide, uh, a wide ranging, you know, uh, series of topics and ideas and, and guests that I hope are interesting. So, uh, thank you for submitting that question. Um, we will move on to, the next question, and this one, the, the rest of these come from Instagram. So uh, the next one comes from Jeremy on Instagram, and he says, Max Bench, question mark. Uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's asking what my Max Bench press is. Um, so I'll, uh, I'll give you my answer and then a little anecdote to go with it. Um, so I recently actually... Uh, hit my maximum bench press, which was, which was cool. Um, my max bench is, is two plates, two twenty five, uh, two 45 pound plates on each side. Uh, I, I, when I reached it, I was by myself in there and I was feeling good. And I thought, you know, I just, I just pressed, uh, let's see. I just pressed, I had before that I'd pressed, uh, two Oh five. I had 30, 35. I had a 45 and a 35 on each side. Uh, if my math is correct, I'm pretty sure that's two Oh five. Um, and I thought, you know, that felt pretty good. Let me just, let me just go for one more. Let me just see if I can do 20, 225. And I was the only one in there and I got one rep. I don't, 
if if I had a spotter, uh, I might have gone for two, but I'm satisfied with uh, one rep as it is. But a little bit of a story to go along with this. So I tried 225. Um, I guess it was maybe a couple years ago. I, I don't know exactly. It, it was. It, it's been some time since I really last tried 225, and for whatever reason, for the longest time, I could not get 225. I would, the closest I would ever get would, I would be, would, I would get one rep of, you know, uh, around 205 or around 195, somewhere in there. And I just could not get 225. I don't know what it was, but I could not get it. And for the longest time, it really frustrated me because I was like, I had friends and individuals that I looked to and they would rep 225 and they'd be excited. And, um, I was like, man, why can I not do this? Like, I, I feel like I should be fully capable of doing this. Um, but yet I can't, I, I, I just haven't, I haven't been able to. And I kind of just, I didn't give up working out, but I kind of gave up trying to reach 225. Um, and for a while, I, that was no longer a goal for me. I just kind of quit. I was like, you know what? Why do I really care? Like, what's the, why am I trying to reach 225? Because let's say hypothetically I get 225. Okay. Then what? Like, I'm just going to want to do more. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I just kind of came to that realization. I was like, what am I even chasing this for? Do I, do I really want this? It was just becoming a frustrating to me. And I just decided to move on to other things. Um, and so I trained for different things for a while. Um, you know, there have been periods of my time of, of my kind of life at the gym where I have trained for just the sake of training. I haven't really trained for one specific thing, um, just because I want to do it and because I enjoy it. And it, I think it's good for me. Um, uh, there've also been times where I've trained for specific things for, for instance, um, earlier this year, I trained to do a Murph on, um, on Memorial day. If you're not aware what a Murph is, uh, is it's a workout named after a former, uh, member of the military named Michael Murphy. And, uh, it was a workout he would do every day and he would wake up, he would put a 25 pound weight vest on, I believe he would run one mile and then he would do a hundred pull-ups to, uh, what do you do? 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups and 300 uh squats with and then he would run a mile again after that and he would try to do it in under an hour. And that was his workout every day. He would do that all with the 25-pound weight vest on and so he unfortunately died in combat and people do that every year on Memorial Day to uh just to commemorate him and just all the different fallen soldiers uh that have, you know, uh died in combat. And so that was a goal of mine. I was like, you know, I want to try my hand at this. I feel like this is something I can do. Um, I was, I I didn't want to do it with the 25 pound weight vest on. Uh, I was like, you know, let me just, let me just start out, um, for a relatively attainable goal. And so with that, as I was training for that in my mind, uh, I wasn't training for strength necessarily. You know, I wasn't trying to get the strongest bench press or the strongest squat or, you know, put up, do the, 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 the heaviest weighted pull up I could do. Cause that really didn't benefit me. What I was really training for was somewhat endurance, not really with the run because I knew I could run two miles, um, especially split up over two runs, but it was more the endurance of the muscles, you know, doing a hundred pull-ups is no joke. Uh, not in a row. I, I, you can split it up into sets. So don't, I don't want anyone to get the idea that I 
did 100 pull-ups or 200 push-ups or 300 squats in a row, uh, I split it up into 20 sets. So, um, you know, doing that takes endurance. And it was less about me training for strength and more about me getting reps, getting reps in. That was my mindset to it is I want to be able to do more and more reps of the same weight. Um, and so I would do that. I would, I would train over the course of a day sometimes. Like I would do a workout in the morning. Uh, and then throughout the day I would do pushups. I'd do a hundred pushups over the course of the day just to do them and, and get them out the way and, and, and have that extra kind of mileage, you know, and that was what I trained for a while. So I was doing all of these things for a while and never really chasing a, a PR, uh, or any kind of personal, personal best. And there came a point where I did the Murph and I just started kind of training for the sake of training again. And I thought I want to train for something again. Um, and I, I was like, why don't I try to go for two twenty five again? And lo and behold, obviously I have reached it now, but the thing I've learned now that getting to it is honestly me reaching two twenty five was less of a testament to my physical strength um, but more, it was a, a mental trial for me because I got so discouraged by me not being able to hit 225 when my, when friends of mine had, uh, hit 225 that it became a, a big mental block for me. Like I was just, I, I would, I would, would not even make an attempt at 225 ever again. Never, nevertheless, anything close to it. Um, and, and it would frustrate me because I was like, it was something that I felt like I could do and I should be able to do, but I just would not mentally allow myself to approach the bench and attempt that. And so, um, I decided one day I was like, you know what, let me just go for it. What's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is, um, you know, if I don't get it, I'll just dump the weights and whatever. I'm not training for any strength competition. I'm not training for a bodybuilding competition. I'm just doing this cause I want to do it and cause I enjoy it. And like I said, thankfully I got to that point. I was able to do it. Um, but, but if there's any lesson to learn from this is I think oftentimes the benefits of going to the gym are, are broad. Um, going to the gym for me a lot of times has been in order to overcome the benefit of the, has been over, in order to overcome those mental blocks has been, it, it's been less about my physical health. Although that is part of it, it's been less about my physical health and more about just my personal well being. just the clarity that it offers me, the uh, satisfaction of a job well done that it offers me. That's really something that I get out of it and being able to kind of overcome that mental frustration, uh, and mental block with trying to achieve uh, a two twenty five bench press was awesome for me. So, um, it felt great to be able to do that. Uh, currently right now I'm training for something different. I am at the moment training for a half marathon, uh, which I'm not sure. I haven't quite figured out if I'm <laughs> I mean, I've already signed up for it at this point, so I'm training for it, but I haven't quite figured out, um, how I ended up in this situation because I was not a runner growing up. Um, I recently completed a 5k and I, I guess I just have the running bug now. Um, but that's what I'm training for now. And, and I, yeah, uh, I hope that, uh, if there's any encouragement I can offer anyone is whatever you're going through, if you're, if you're trying to reach a new goal at the gym or in fitness with your health, um, just keep at it. Keep consistently showing up every day and understand that, um, sometimes you might be your own worst enemy. Uh, for me, it was not mentally allowing myself to chase after that goal uh, of 225 and 
once I kind of got over that and was able to free myself of those anxieties and those frustrations, it, you know, I'm not guaranteeing success in anything, but I think you'll, you'll be able to see uh, new and better results in the gym. So yeah. Next question. Let's see here. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> next question, uh, also coming from Instagram is from, let's see, is also coming from Instagram and is coming from Elizabeth. And it says, who is your favorite sibling and why is it your older sister? Um, <laughs> so, um, for those that are listening and aren't aware, I have two sisters, uh, an older and a younger. I am a middle child, um, to all my middle children out there, stay strong. Uh, the world is against us, but, um, we can, we can stay strong. It's okay. Uh, but, uh, my older sister is named Elizabeth and, um, she has asked me who my favorite sibling is and why it's my older sister. And, um, I don't really know how to respond to that, uh, other than to say that I can neither confirm nor deny who my favorite sibling is. Um, I cannot, I'm not, I'm not here to do that. Uh, that's not my job. You know, I'm, I'm already put under enough stress as it is being a middle child, uh, with the world being against me. Um, just, you know, constantly being overlooked for so many things as being a middle child. I, I'm not here to, I'm not here to, you know, throw my name into that, uh, issue. But what I will say is that you and I and everyone here all knows who the favorite child is. So just going to put that out there. Just going to put that out there for the world to world to hear. So hope that answers your question. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> keeping, keeping with the, <laughs> with the, with the funny questions, um, <laughs> on Instagram, um, Morgan asks, have you measured your head before? Um, so to answer your question, yes, I have. Um, now for those that are listening, um, you're probably wondering why is she asking this? Uh, and so let's, let's, let me share a little story with you. Story time with Daniel. I need a little jingle or something for that. So, um, uh, but yeah, this, I'm going to give you a little story. So if you haven't met me in person before, um, I am a, I guess I'll put it, I'm a statistically speaking larger than average man <laughs> or male, whatever. Um, and I'm about, uh, about six, three, um, you know, a little over 200 pounds. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big guy, relatively speaking. And so, uh, part of my stature is, uh, my head. Uh, I have a very large head. <laughs> I somewhat notoriously have genuinely never been able to fit in a hat before. The only hats I can wear are beanies, uh, which is part of the reason why I love fall because then it means I can finally put something on my head. Um, and I have one sun hat that I legitimately had to buy from a big hats website. And it's like a four XL hat. It, it's like the, the, the giant size. Like they don't, if it was a shoe, it'd be like a size 30. Okay. Um, so I just have a big head. I really do. I've, I've had a big, it doesn't matter how long my hair is currently right now. My hair is long, but I've buzzed my head before. Um, and even then I couldn't fit hats, uh, like normal fitted hats, normal snapbacks or anything like that. Um, 
And so, <laughs> so this is genuinely like it, it's been, I've gotten used to it now, but it kind of frustrates me because I want to wear hats and people, I will tell people this and they won't believe me. And I'll say like, I will try on their hat and show that it does not, like it will not fit me. Even if I put it on the biggest kind of setting, um, and it just, it just doesn't matter. Like I can't, I genuinely cannot fit hats, uh, but it is getting colder outside and I'm, I'm excited to wear beanies again. But, uh, the story I want to tell you all is, so this has always been a problem. Literally speaking, it is from, from the moment I was born, uh, it has, it has been a thing of note. So, um, and while I'm, while I'm telling the story, I'm gonna try to look something up here. So, um, I was born in a really small town called, uh, Etowah, Tennessee, E-T-O-W-A-H, Etowah, Tennessee. Um, and the hospital I was born in is a really small hospital. Uh, it's a, it's a small, just local community hospital. And, uh, I was born in the year 2000 and there was, you know, births that happened, um, all the time. And, um, I was one of the children born at that hospital. And, uh, at the time it was called, uh, or, uh, well, no, it's gone through a name change now. Um, but, um, so I was born and I was a, I was a large baby when I was born. I forget the exact measurements of, of me, but just take my word for it. I was a large baby. I think I might've pushed double digits in weight. Um, my, my mom was probably listening to this thinking, yep, he certainly was, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I was a big baby. I was a very literally a big baby. And, uh, when I was born, I had a big head as a child as well. And obviously I, I can't personally confirm this cause I don't remember this seeing as I was just born, but my parents have told me and a little bit, a little bit of context here. So my, the, the hospital that I was born at my father, he, he worked there. So he worked there and at a doctor's office across the street and he was literally like, he was literally there uh, present for my birth. Like he, he was in the room when it happened, the room where it happened. Uh, he was in the room, the room where it happened. And, um, <laughs> and so he knows, like he knows the exact measurements of my, my newborn baby body. Um, and they have told me, and I, again, I can't confirm or deny this cause I haven't seen the records nor was I, I don't have any memory of when I was born, but they have both told me and confirmed to me that, at the hospital I was born at, I hold the record for the largest head of any baby that was born there. And the crazy thing is now this, ho- this hospital no longer does births. So, so long as that is in place, I am the indefinite record holder of the largest head of a baby born at this hospital. Um, until they decide to do births again and someone breaks that record. Um, so yeah, the, I, I'm, I'm a little bit, um, I guess I use the word notorious in my, my like friend groups for having a large head. Um, even to the point where, you know, when I was born, like I had a, I had a large head as a baby. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where this question comes from. Uh, if, if, uh, if anybody ever sees me out in public and wants to test out this theory and you have a hat on, just let me know and I'll, I'll show you my head is very big and I can't fit it. Um, and I looked up online to tell you exactly so the average male head, um, let me read here. According to 
this article says, according to Wikipedia, one study in the United States shows the average adult head circumference to be 55 centimeters or 21 and three fourths inches in females and 57 centimeters or 22 and a half inches in males. So I forget exactly what my head size was, but um, I have measured my head before with a, 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 like a tape measure. Um, and if I remember correctly, it was like, it was like an inch and a half bigger than the, the average. It was like 24 or 24 and a half inches, which isn't a lot. That's only, you know, an inch to two inches bigger. But when you think about it in the relative to the size of a head, um, that's a lot. So, so yeah, I, I really do have a large head. Um, if you're out there and you're listening, um, I, I encourage you to go measure your own head and see where you fall. Uh, if you fall, if you're in the average, uh, or if you're under or over the average, uh, head size for your demographic. So yeah, uh, to answer your question, yes, I have measured my head before. Um, and yes, it is very large, uh, relatively speaking. All right. And our, let's see, final question of the day comes from Paul on Instagram. Paul says, do you use any, uh, or let me, so, excuse me, excuse me. Paul says, what productivity tools do you use every day? So really, <laughs> so I, I really don't use a lot of productivity tools. Um, and it's not because I don't like them. Um, but I find when it comes to being productive and getting things done, um, I find for me, the simpler and the more streamlined, the better. Um, I am also a creature of habit. Um, and so I try to make the things I need, I know I need to do and the things I know I need to get done. I try to make just a habit of, of what I do each and every day. Um, so I'll give you an example of what I mean. Um, so I try, uh, as best I can, I try to eat, eat healthy food and eat good and nourishing and, and filling meals uh, as much as I can. Um, and so for a while that was a problem for me because I didn't really have a good structured schedule of when I need to cook this food, of what food I need to get, um, what kind of meals I can make, things like that. And so, um, when I got to a point where I felt comfortable of what I could cook, I made it a ha like I made it a part of my schedule and, and uh um where every weekend uh usually either on sat usually on Saturdays uh I will go to the grocery store and I will have the exact list of things that I need to purchase um and I will know exactly where they are and I will go and I'll purchase them I'll know roundabout how much it costs and I will get them purchased it takes about 30 minutes usually I'm in and out and I'm back in my apartment and, and ready to cook whatever I need to from there. Usually over the course of a day or two days, uh, I'll cook whatever food I need. So I, I like to, you know, I like to cook and prep meals for a certain amount of time just because I've got things going on in the week and it's nice to have that food ready. Um, and so usually what I'll do is I'll get the food on Saturday. I'll cook or prepare some of it on Saturday and I might cook and prepare the rest of it on Sunday and then I'll have food ready for the rest of the week. And so it, like in that regard, I don't really use like a productivity tool. Um, you know, and traditionally speaking, I know a, a popular tool that a lot of people use or have used in the past um, is like, it's a, um, uh, what is it? 
like a like a like a planning or a planner calendar. Uh, I know a lot of people in college use them because they have different classes going on and in school, and they've got uh, you know assignments due at different times, and and it's totally understandable. Like a lot of people use planners and planning calendars, and I tried to use it once one time when I first started in college. And I just found that it just didn't benefit me because I didn't really have much trouble keeping track of my assignments as it was. And it just felt like another thing that I had to do because then I had to dedicate time to sit down, write down things in my calendar, write out which things were due when. And I know it doesn't take a lot of time, but to me, it was just another thing in the way of making that, of of me getting things done. Um, And so you can think about it like, uh, in regards to my kind of attitude towards buying groceries and food and cooking and stuff, I try to make it as simple as I can. I know exactly. I like to shop at Aldi. Shout out to Aldi out there. Um, I like to shop at Aldi. And so I'll go there. I know exactly where it is. I usually go there on the same time. Uh, I know exactly how long it takes me to get there. I know exactly where everything is. I usually don't stray too much off of what I normally buy just because the things I normally buy are very versatile. I can use them for multiple different kinds of meals and recipes and foods, and they're not super expensive. Uh, it's within my budget, and I can get those things and get back and be done and you know in no time flat. Um, and so that that's kind of my approach when I want to get things done is I try to make it as seamless as possible. Um, even even at my 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 day job, um, you know the work that I do, you know. I have certain metrics that I need to hit. I have certain things that I need to get done by certain days. And, you know, I guess in theory I could, you know, uh, well, let me, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. You know, there's, I I've tried to streamline it in a way where I do certain things on certain days, uh, so that, you know, I have different tasks each week. So different things come up, but the things that I know I have to get done, my recurring tasks, um, I do those on certain days and do those on certain times of the week so that uh, I know by the end of the week, if I follow that plan, if I follow that uh, that way of doing things, I'll be done. I try to make it as seamless as possible. I try to put every resource I need to complete these tasks in front of me, have everything ready to go, and then it's just a matter of executing. So um, <laughs> it, it's a little bit of a non-answer, I guess, to that question. Um, one actual resource that I, I will, uh, you know, give a shout out to and will legitimately, uh, this is, this is not sponsored, but I, I genuinely, although if they'd like to sponsor, then hit me up. Uh, but, um, one tool that I like to use on my phone that is incredibly beneficial to me is the app that I use to budget my money. Uh, and I, I genuinely cannot tell you how beneficial this is to anybody, especially young people, especially young people, but anybody, whatever area of life you're in, having a budget or some way of keeping track of your money is it's not it's not negotiable in my opinion. It's something that is incredibly important. And especially as you get older, I think it's something you really need to take consider take consideration in uh, and and use and try to, you know, utilize as regularly as you can. However, the app that I use is the Every Dollar app from Ramsey Solutions. Uh, it's a great app. It's free to download. Um, and, and you can, you know, upgrade it if you want to, there's kind of paid portions of it, but I just use the free version and and basically it allows you to break down your budget into different categories very easily, very seamlessly. 
and you can keep track of where every, hence the name, every dollar, you can keep track of uh, where every single dollar you bring in each month, uh, where it goes. So if you spend, you know, uh, $100 on groceries this week, then you know exactly where that money is gone. If you invest this amount of money this week, or if you invest this amount of money uh, the next week, or if you spend this money on, you know, uh, a trip on, on this, this month, you can keep track of those things. And for me, it's incredibly beneficial because right now my income is fairly stable. It's, it, I, I, I'm a salaried employee. And so I get the same paychecks generally, uh, every two weeks. And so I know round about the amount of money that I'm going to bring in each month. And so it's, it's, it's a great way for me to, uh, separate my funds over the course of a month. Um, and so that is one, if you want to call it a productivity tool, one I would highly recommend, um, no matter what walk of life you're, you're coming from, you, I would recommend having a budget. Um, but if you want a good one that, that gets the Daniel stamp of approval, um, I would recommend the, the every dollar app, give it a try. Some people like written budgets. Some people like other apps. Some people do make their own budget, like an Excel file. Um, however you do it, it's up to you, but, um, yeah, that, that is one tool that I, I highly recommend wherever you're from, have a budget, have some way of keeping track of your money. That is legitimately a, a productivity tool that I use on a uh, daily and weekly basis. Um, so yeah, definitely go check it out. I recommend the, the every dollar app and I hope that's, uh, hope that if you decide to use it, it's beneficial to you. So, um, but yeah, that is all the questions we have for right now, uh, for right now, for this, uh, first Q and a episode. So, um, for all of you out there that entered questions, whether, uh, it's on Instagram or other social media sites, um, thank you for submitting them. I appreciate you taking a little bit of time to submit a question. And, uh, I, I just appreciate you, uh, being willing to ask me a question, whether it's serious or silly. Um, but if you'd like to, I'll hopefully be able to do a Q and a episode in the future. I don't know exactly when. Um, but if you'd like to participate in those in the future, then be sure, as I mentioned uh, earlier to follow me on Instagram, follow the podcast on Instagram, uh, or you can email me any questions, uh, to radiofacepod at gmail.com. Um, as I mentioned, um, there is going to be a new segment coming soon. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for more details on that. Um, and yeah, with all that out of the way, um, I appreciate you all tuning into this quick little episode. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that, um, I hope that you've enjoyed the show so far. Uh, I know we're, I'm, I'm still uh, a small little creator here, um, coming up on 15 episodes soon and who knows, we'll eventually, maybe we'll get to a hundred, who knows. But, uh, if we get to that point, we'll do a big celebration of some sort, but, um, I really appreciate just everyone that's listened, supported, that's shared it with anyone. Um, yeah, and, uh, and and don't hesitate to uh, reach out if there's anything that, uh, if you have any questions or, or, or anything at all. So thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum, as always, um, and I will see you all on the next episode of the podcast. See you, everybody. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the podcast. As one final reminder, if you'd like to support the show, then don't forget to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcast or share it with a friend. 
If you'd like to check out any links that were mentioned during the show or follow the show or myself on social media, then feel free to head to the description of today's episode to find these links. As always, thank you again for checking out today's episode, and I really hope you enjoyed it. I will catch you all on the next episode of the podcast. See ya!